Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HR and Payroll 2.0. I'm Pete Tiliakis, and I'm here with a very special episode this week. This time, some great recorded conversations from Workday Rising, which wrapped up in uh, San Francisco. These conversations are featuring executives from General Electric and First American International. Both of the firms are joint customers between Workday for HCM and Ramco for Global Payroll. So it was great to sit down and talk to these two leaders, and I really appreciate the opportunity to learn from their transformation story, and I, I wanted to share that with, with the audience. So hopefully you'll enjoy these, and thank you to, to Ramco for arranging these, and thank you to both Karen and Bala for, for joining me on these conversations. I, I really had a great time. So look, hopefully you're, you're able to uh, check out our recent episode on updates for four of the major HCM technology events. We cover ADP Analyst Day, Workday Rising, Success Factors, Success Connect, and of course, Ceridian, now Dayforce Insights 2023. So a lot of perspectives coming out of that. Julie and I were at a mix of those together, and we you know want to share what we're seeing in terms of product and direction and, and what's going on. So look, hopefully you get out to some events as well this year. We'd love to connect with you while we're out there and certainly look for us on the road and, and look for new episodes, right? We've got more coming, more executive conversations. We've got a few topics that Julie and I want to cover here pretty soon. So stick with us and uh, we'll be back very soon. Welcome. Awesome. Bala, so good to see you. Really appreciate it. It was, it was great watching your uh, presentation yesterday here at Rising. Um, let's do some quick introductions. Sure. Thomas Bala Nagara, how do I say it? Nagarajan is good. Nagarajan, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Executive leader in people operations at General Electric. That's yes. right. GE, VGE. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big fan. I want to I talk about that a little bit, but yeah. tell me about your week so far rising. What's it been like? What have you, what have you noticed? What have you, what have you taken away so far? It's, it's fascinating, and I'm very impressed with the kind of investment Workday is doing in AI and their Workday platform itself, and that's going to greatly help companies that have their product to improve their employees. They're really putting the employees at the forefront of this. And that's great. Very exciting. Yes. Uh, I'm excited yeah. about the future. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, when I talk to a lot of executives around the market lately this year, I feel like the, the, the one thing that bubbles up a lot is productivity. Everybody wants to get that productivity out of their teams, out of their folks, and, and really uplift them. So I think that you're right. Th these augmentative capabilities are going to be tremendous. And I think back to my time as a practitioner, and I, I can't wait for you know, for it to all be here and everyone be using it, right? Because now we're, you know, we're really going to see the impacts. But so look, tell me, tell me a little bit about, I always ask this, like how, mm. how did you end up in the HR world and why do you stay around it? Pete, in a, in a lighthearted manner, I, I, one question I ask to any kid that I come across is, like, yeah. what do you want to become in life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have heard like pilots and engineers yeah. and doctors, some of them even say, I want a dolphin trainer, but yeah. I've hardly come across <laughs> A child that says, "I want to be in HR." HR, right? Or right? So, so it's yeah. very you know inorganic that somebody moves uh, into yeah. the uh, HR yeah. world. Same thing. My dad uh, is an engineer, and he said, "You finish your engineering, and decide what you want to do in life." So, yeah. And I did my engineering and went on to do my MBA. I had this option of majoring in another subject, yep. which happened to be HR. Nice. Fell in love nice. with the subject. Great professors. Yeah. And great, got some great career guidance very early saying in, in engineering, systems thinking, yeah. someone who has the quantitative mindset is, is going to do really well in HR. And oh, somebody yeah. had that foresight to give me that coaching and you know, I never looked back. At yeah. yeah, yeah. And what keeps you there? Why, why do you stay? Yeah, it's this fascinated combination of you know, people and helping yeah. people and able to do it with my lens of analytics and systems. 
I think that's what is giving me there. And, yeah. and the company like G that gives you uh, so much independence to try out new things and a company that's really focused on people is, is really yeah. got me going. Yeah. yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah, you know, it, it's so, it's so, it's such an area, you're right, where people don't grow up to want to be in payroll or HR. But thankfully, they, they come, they stay, and, and we got some great talent. And so really, really happy to have you in the, in the space. So look, I want to talk about GE. I, I, as we were talking before we, 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 we got on camera, we, I was telling you how uh, I was influenced by GE executives early in my career at the Walt mm -hmm, Disney Company, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. They helped some of the GE executives, former executives came in and helped us okay. build a shared service center that to this day is still very much a part of the organization. And I learned so much from those executives, just leaning Six Sigma mm -hmm. and just the approach to process improvement and continuous improvement and how shared services can be impactful. So I always had immense respect for the brand and the organization, but what's it like? I know you guys have been through a lot of evolutions. Tell me about GE today. Like what's going on? I know you, you guys are, I want to say bifurcating. It's more trifurcating, I guess you could say, yeah, but yeah. that's a lot to undertake. Like what's, what's going on? What's that like? No, very, very interesting and important question because GE is a very critical yeah. company for the world in terms of solving some of the toughest, you know, challenges that we have. And a couple of years back, our chairman announced that we will uh, spin off uh, two companies from GE and eventually yeah. we'll be like three big companies. The first uh, spin off happened early this year with GE Healthcare right. uh, spinning off. And then we are expecting one more uh, spin off, which will be our GE Vernova that's going to happen sometime in early next year yes. is, is what has yeah. been announced so far and at the at the end of that you're going to have three world-class leading you know organizations that are going to be very focused in their respective yeah. you know industries and hopefully you know set us up set us up for another 100 130 years yeah. of, of greatness yeah very much a blue chip organization in our in our economy and uh yeah, it's, you know, I've met a lot of great leaders, like I said, over the years in my career from GE and yeah, just great admiration for it. So look, I was listening to your story yesterday, phenomenal story, Workday, you know, Corey Char and, and, and Ramco payroll. And I just couldn't help, but, but, you know, I, I was taking note yesterday of some of the, the outcomes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're really impressive, right? You guys really moved the ball, but tell me about the journey, like to Workday and, and, and to Ramco and what sort of was the state of GE when you guys took on that, that transformation approach, you know? Uh, absolutely, Pete. Yeah. See, like, like you observe, we believe a lot in continuous improvement. So yeah. a couple of years back, we had a strong HCM platform, mm -hmm. uh, which was at least 25 years old, uh, oh, yeah. very, very customized to our needs. And we had like 200 hour HR applications on top of it. But there were some inherent limitations because of a complex HR technology stack, yeah. right? Especially its impact on people and the digital experience that they were going through processes that could be more efficient yeah. and at that time we were also thinking how do we get the HR function to be much more strategic you know try to move away from the transactional work and also you know we didn't want it to be we wanted it more to be a partnership based yes. organization yeah. than a controlling organization and having a strong you know latest technology HCM platform was very important for us and we went to work day because it, yeah. it really spoke to our need of you know consolidating our HRs tech stack with the power of one and and that's been an incredible journey you know i would say it was a, a very good transition for us yeah and you know having that kind of a platform now serves as good when we are looking at you know separating the company into, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. into three like you need to have uh, great systems and at the same time you need to have great partners and i think that's where a company like ramco is fantastic yeah. in terms of uh, living with us uh, starting from 2008 you know they've been 
supporting our payroll initially for one of the uh, countries uh, and then now uh, to about 20 countries is nice, what they are yeah. uh, doing payroll for us and they have lived with us through this journey uh, starting with our uh, earlier um, platform mm -hmm. to transitioning to workday and now you know being part of this yeah. you know work of separating into three companies yeah yeah, yeah. so they've really been with you along the along yes. that path yes. so yes. how how much further is the runway for for GE as far as all of the, all of this dynamic changes for them what where's the end end of that is there an end I wish there is never an end it's never all like uh, Simon Sinek says perpetual uh, you know, transformation this is, yeah <laughs> you know uh, some games are like uh, you know uh, like short games and then there is these games that keep going on yeah. right uh, you know I wish GE is like that right we we've always tried to reinvent ourselves and now after 130 years we've sort of reinvented ourselves and this journey is going to uh, you know go on yeah. and uh, our, our chairman believes a lot in uh, continuous improvements, in being lean yes, and, and yeah. humble. And I think those are the right traits, I know, yeah. for a long journey ahead. Yeah, you got to have that infinite mindset to make it. Yeah. I think, you know, it's pivot or perish now, right? Yeah, you have to stay absolutely. agile. Yes. And I think we're going to see more companies, as we were talking before, about, you know, about the big companies, I think are going to have to, some of them are going to need to reinvent themselves and think about different ways of doing things. But, you know, one of the things that jumped out at me yesterday when I was listening to your to your talk, and uh, I, thought, I thought that was a great turnout um, and, and a lot of, you know, good, uh, I, I could see the folks leaning into to what you were talking about. So I think a lot of organizations are dealing with a lot of the same challenges, right? A mucky, sort of messy mm -hmm. payroll process mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe many different vendors, which I, I know you guys got to, got down to one from, from 30 to 40 or 30 or yeah, so, right? Yeah, vendors. Yeah, That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. But what's, you know, one of the things I think I hear a lot in my research is, you know, integration is a real challenge, even for some of the more, you know, what you call modern solutions aren't, don't always perform well when it comes to integration, but what's, what's that been like for you guys as far as Ramco and, and your payroll and your core HR and being able to get, because the goal there is to activate yeah. your data. What's that, what's yeah. that been like for you guys? A very important question. And yeah. somebody who has got a strong depth in payroll, I think you yeah. hit the nail on the head. These integrations can be very complex and in a legacy platform, we actually had a middleware that we had to maintain oh, and yeah. constantly, you know, improve, you know, to to just move data from the HCM to the payroll platform of Ramco. Workday really does a great job yeah. with that. You know, they have these PG format files yes, yeah. that provide a constant feed into the Ramco system, and we have transition there. And there are also, you know, point to points, uh, you know, customized reports that you can write in Workday yeah. that will make these interfaces much more you know nimble and, yes. and if you end up using like a peachy kind of an interface then you know the data flows directly into Ramco's you know interface so we can edit it yeah <laughs> so the good thing about peachy is if you are uh, using it then the data can flow directly into uh, Ramco's yeah. services and that way a lot of the checks and balances get automatically you know taken care of and we do it on a daily basis so at yeah. any given point of time our payroll system through Ramco has the most updated information that is coming from Workday, yeah. uh, and it's all done in a very secure uh, uh, manner. So I think that uh, challenge has been solved very effectively uh, by Ramco and Workday. Yeah, that's great. And how have you? How has GE looked to activate that data? Are you guys like how have you put it? How have you put it to use? Right, like what, what you know in terms of, of your your HR operations. I mean, what do you guys do for that? Put a background noise here. Yeah, when it comes to that data, right, getting at that data. Sure. super valuable right it's, it's 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 one of the richest sets in the organization yeah how do you guys how are you guys using it what are you what are you able to do with it see data is very critical so the first thing is you know we have worked on our workday reporting so that you know our reports 
our, our dashboards are very customized to different personas. So yeah. we have got dashboards that are targeted for our people leaders, giving them the kind of dashboards that they would need you know, to, to look at on a regular basis. In the absence of a system like Workday, yeah. typically the people leader will have to call the HRM uh, or someone in the that. HR team to say, hey, can you crunch this? Get me a report. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and building reports and dashboards uh, is again, in my mind, a very transactional yeah, activity, right? Yeah. You want your HR partners to use the data rather yes. than just crunch reports. I think that's a big first step, you know, for us. And we have also trained, you know, our uh, HRMs in Workday and how to look at those dashboards and be good, you know, HR business partners. So yeah. that's that's the first big step. We have also done a lot of work, you know, in the predictive analytic, you know, spaces, and that's that's really going to be the next frontier. Yeah, uh, you know, in terms of using HR data. Yeah, outstanding, outstanding. Tell me a little bit about you know the culture at at GE when it comes to tech, particularly for HR. Like, how do you guys? What, what's your sort of approach and how how do you how do you look at it, right? How do you how do you deploy that stuff? Yeah, I think actually, you know, like you said, we have some of the best you know leaders yeah. in my in my personal opinion, and I think we do technology with purpose, not technology for the sake of you know technology. Yeah. So, that is important that we are really solving uh, a problem or you know we are really leveraging an opportunity instead of just saying oh there is ai let's go and do something yes, with yeah, ai right yeah. so i think that understanding the needs of our employees yeah. of our people leaders and then you know deploying technology against that is is what i is how i would see our hr functions you know technology you know culture yeah. and we've never shied away from you know experimenting with new technology and you know this whole initiative of moving into workday is is a great you know example yeah. of that it's a launch pad for more Absolutely. it sounds like so Absolutely. yeah that's outstanding so along that line right generative ai was the big i mean it's the big thing it feels like everywhere we go and this week it was really huge and i think it's going to be very just profoundly impactful mm-hmm. for frontline managers employees for hr but how are you guys looking at it? Are you are you jumping in? Are you cautiously optimistic? Or are you taking it? You know, how, how is the culture gonna gonna look at this? Yeah, I think right now, like I said, the focus is in ensuring that we stand up three world class organizations. Yeah. So a lot of the work that me and my team does is focused on that. But as we as we achieve that big goal, yeah, I would expect each of the businesses, you know, to start taking some of these. And, and really, you know, leveraging the generative AI in the HR space. It is very, very important that in the HR area, yeah. our privacy is very, very critical. So we want to be very conscious of, you know, what data we are using and why are we do using it yes. and, you know, have the right regulations around it. Uh, and the advantage of having a product like Workday with the right security layers on top yeah. of it yeah. Uh, is actually being a big protection, you know, for us. So yeah, um, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I would say uh, it makes sense for HR practitioners to use AI within the product instead of trying to take things out and you know, yes, you know, doing it yourself or worse than that, you know, sending it out to some other generative AI software. That is a big risk, and you know, I would caution any of the HR practitioners yeah. to not you know venture into that space because there is a lot of interest. There is a lot of curiosity to experiment yeah. with it, 
but always we have to think about you know the data protection aspect yes yes go slow i say to go fast yeah. a lot of times and yeah, yeah I, I you know just listening this week i mean i think workday does a great job of really trying to focus on that ethical responsible yes. you know folk approach to this and i think that's where the, they need to work with their customers to ha mm -hmm. how do you digest it right how do you bring it in your org and get it done so yeah outstanding i'd lo I love to uh, love to hear you guys are embracing and leaning into that stuff so just to kind of round this out i mean what, if anything, in, in all of this is sort of your lessons learned that you'd share to folks that are on this journey or about to start this journey? What's your, what's your one thing you, you feel you learned and you'd love to make sure people know? I, I would say two things. One is whenever you're, uh, you know, moving into a technology yeah. or transforming yourself, be very clear about the purpose. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. what your organization is, what's the journey of the organization, what is the need of your employees? and then you know decide on what is the transformation or the yeah. technology change you know that you are that you are going to adopt or yeah. uh, you know do i think that's that's big be very clear about the the purpose and then do it in a very humble manner yeah uh, you know and lean things out before you put a technology yeah uh, because if your existing processes are redundant any amount of technology on top of it is going to create more waves. Yeah, right? so you're just so, moving a mess into a, a, a better technology. Exactly. Yeah. So understand your purpose is one. And number two is lean out your processes before you start it up. Yeah, yeah they're, they're transformation, right? That's yes. what we're really talking about, right. evolving past something else, exactly. something different. So yeah, I love it. And well, congratulations. You know, it sounds like you guys Wonderful. are doing great and, and I'm Thanks, really Steve. happy for you. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your conference. Thank you for Wonderful. taking the time. Thank you. Thank man. you so much. It's Thank been a pleasure you. talking yes, to you. Thank Likewise. You. Welcome everyone. I'm here with Kiran Bhatia, manager of HRIS at First American International. Welcome. Great to, great to finally sit down yep. and talk to you. I'm excited to, to listen to your story. I know we've talked a little bit about it, but tell me a little bit about FAI. What, what's, what's the culture like? What's the organization like? And what, what's yeah, going on there? Absolutely. So First American in general is a very people-centric organization. Yeah. We proud ourselves uh, on being the people-first culture. So definitely anything that we can do to improve that engagement with our resources. Yeah. Anything we can do to, you know, help make uh, life easier for our employees, you know, we're definitely all in. So the culture is very focused around employees, very focused around employee development and growth there. And uh, yeah, the culture is also very adaptable to newer technologies and, you know, anything that can make the overall processes efficient for the yeah. organization, the organization is very open to doing that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know, and, you're, and in that industry, right, finance, right, fintech is yeah. absolutely going crazy. And I think there's so much disruption and opportunity. How much is that? Kind of trickle down to your business and started to change the way you guys do things yeah absolutely so overall from an organization perspective i think we've uh, started leveraging a lot of data yeah you know ai is a big buzzword so we are looking into what we can do you yeah. know from all perspectives with regards to ai yeah and overall you know computing cloud computing in general centralizing our cloud resources that's another thing that we're looking so yeah overall from a fintech perspective i think you know, wherever we can extract value, given the tool set that we have in yeah. our hand, I think, yeah. you know, that's always great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about your role and what, what you're in charge with uh, at FAI and what, how you guys, I know you guys are Workday users, right? right. How do you, how's, how's all that work? What's, what's yeah. it like? What's your environment like? Yeah, absolutely. So my role, I lead a team of Workday analysts and architects that are primarily responsible for building integrations, security, and a little yeah. bit of Prism data analytics. And I think what we can do there is, you know, just help the organization in general with, you know, whatever we can to consolidate and make the processes more efficient. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. So what was the environment like before the, you know, before Workday and before Ramco? And yeah. You guys got together. What, what yeah. was that like? What yeah, was the so, experience like? 
So we went live uh, back in 2018 okay. uh, with Workday. You're veterans. You're veterans of yes, this. <laughs> yes. And uh, it was sort of a big bang approach where we yeah. tried deploying everything at once. HRM payroll or? Everything in HR. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, we went live with Ramco in 2019, May, I would say. That's when we start leveraging uh, yeah. the PCOF integration. And we've recently just moved from the PCOF to the PG just a few months ago. So Very nice. uh, we've uh, gained a lot of value just with that change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, you know, I, I talk about this a lot, but integration is huge, right? In this, yeah. in this, especially payroll, it's the lifeblood of right. payroll. If that data can't move, it's kind of, kind of meaningless, right? And you want that real time information that you can connect to your other data and really do some great things with the, with the insights. But for you guys, what, what's that? What's the value of that data and how, how do you activate that your org? Like what's, what are you guys looking to do with it? Yeah, so payroll is outsourced to Ramco in AI yeah. and that means payroll is being, you know, the data that makes the data much more important. You know, yes. the, the, the process of transferring the data from Workday to Ramco becomes that, mu that much very important and critical. So what we have done is with this connect specifically is we've reduced a lot of manual processes that Great. the FAI yeah. team was doing there. Just to give you an example, specifically around the time tracking data. Yes, yes. So with the with the peak off, we we had just one file with both payroll and time tracking data. With the PG, we have the option of sending time tracking data in a separate file. Right. Much more detailed data. All of those processes that were being handled manually by the FAI team, you know, running manual reports, uploading manually to the SFTP so that Ramco can consume that data. All of that has now been automated. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that's one of the things I think has plagued payroll for a long time, right. especially that build the growth side of payroll where the data coming in for, for time. For some companies, that's a real, that's a bear. Like that's yes. the heavy lift in payroll. So yeah, yeah it's great when you can get all of that um, brought together in an automated you know, fashion and bring yeah. that stuff together uh -huh. is, is just phenomenal. But what other outcomes have you guys seen from, from modernizing payroll and HR in your organization? And what are you guys looking at sort of next to say, hey, we want to target this next yeah, next hurdle? Absolutely. So I think the next thing, the next big thing would be to incorporate AI into our mechanism somehow, right? Yeah. Maybe build faster integrations, more scalable processes using AI. That would be the next big thing. But I think the most value that we've gained is when you have, you know, the power of one, most modules in one system, yes. you know, talking to one another. Thing, a lot of value has been gained there as well. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you guys, how, how from a cultural perspective, do you guys look at tech? When, you know, you talk about AI, right? Generative, there's a lot of, so much opportunity, right? But it's also a little scary, right? It's yeah. nascent, there's security concerns, there's privacy, you know, how does your organization looking at generative and are you guys already thinking about how you can start to apply it? Not, not just to HR, but your, your other part of your business as well. Absolutely. So First American is, is very heavily invested in technology yeah. and, you know, the AI being the next yes. forefront of it, we are trying to explore where we can, what we can do with it right away. I think specifically with HR, you know, I think we've learned a lot with Workday Extend in building, incorporating AI into their orchestrate network. So we are looking forward to that, right? Just getting more adaptation, adaptation of Workday Extend yeah. and starting leveraging that from an HR perspective. I think from an organization perspective, they are looking at generative AI and seeing you know, if we create our own instance of AI, what, what value would it create for our uh, real estate customers? Yeah. So definitely some work is being done there as well. That's great. That's great. Yeah. You mentioned Extend, right? Yeah. I, I love that there is so much extensibility, connectivity, low code, mm -hmm. no code, like just all of the simplified nature, the drag and drop of just being able to configure things, not configure, it's probably not the right word, but yeah. enable apps and solutions that, that offset uh, gaps that may not be. I mean, look, no platform can have everything, right? right? 
Uh, and we were talking yesterday about the example about access databases, yes. right? There's, al there's always every or you know big organization has somebody right. somewhere that's that's maintaining some access database bolted onto something. And I think that that extensibility and the no code and the low code nature uh, of the infrastructure now gives you the ability to be able to configure things without having to do this massive IT project kind of lift or get at data. It, you know, it, now it's much more at your fingertips for the right. end user. And right. so, how are you guys going to look to use that? Is that something? I know you mentioned it, but like, what are some of the ways you'll, you'll, you'll use that? Yeah, well, one big uh, thing that we're looking to get out of it is, you know, creating a culture where everybody feels comfortable using the technology. Yes, yeah. you know, if, we, if we talk about the HRIS team in general, you know, we are, not everybody is a developer or comes from a technical right, background. Right. So with the low code... Especially no code, in HR, right? We, yeah. are, <laughs> we are trained in that very much. You know? Absolutely. So with the low code, no code uh, scenario that Workday is pushing, yeah. I think it would help you know, all sorts of architects and analysts to now take on uh, the technical aspect as well, right? And, yeah. and just uh, start building and churning out stuff for the organization. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good stuff. It's very, it's very important. So what's, what's kind of next for you guys with, with Workday, with Ramco? What's sort of the, what's your roadmap uh, for transformation internally? Where are you guys heading? Yeah, so I mean, PT was the next big thing that we've just yeah. implemented. So. I think from an overall landscape, uh, workday landscape, we would see, you know, what are the modules we can possibly, possibly leverage at FAI. Yeah. Right? I think we are pretty heavily using workday. There could still be some processes that could be automated using either Prism or Extend in the future. So the the core focus would be on looking at processes where we can consolidate them or yeah. automate them using the toolset that we have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's, it's outstanding. So what what would you say, you know? I love to have uh, folks share their lessons learned. Like, what did you learn in this process of, of transformation that you would share that maybe it's not obvious to everyone? What are, what are a couple of things you've, you've picked up from this? Yeah, I think the first thing is the purpose has to be very clear, right? Yes. Your objectives that, that you're, what, what is the end goal or the end state that you're planning to drive towards, right? right. That's one thing. And then I think the, the second most critical thing is maintaining a balance between what has to be automated versus ah, what yeah. has to be manual. Yes, right. Yes. A uh, business would always push towards automating everything, but then you know you have to take a step back and just look at the value proposition there, right? And also look at the pros and cons. So I think that's very critical from my perspective to just, you know, whenever we are, we have now different options, we have the native tool set that Workday provides, yeah. And now you have these new technologies like Workday Extend coming in. Yeah. So when to use what, what? What is the capacity or the extent that you're going to be using one versus the other? I think those are very important questions that we have to consider whenever yeah. we are moving through that transformative journey. Yeah, yeah. I think I think customers like you're going to need help with that, right? And I hope right. that that's where Workday can lean in. And you know, they've got great ethics, great great focus on on making sure this is done responsibly, right? This is powerful stuff. You got to right. you got to make sure you're 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 doing it the right way. And I, I think it's I think it's going to be important for organizations to look to them for for guidance on how to most appropriately use these right. things. So uh, yeah, outstanding stuff, man. So tell me. Tell me, I always love to ask this. I wish I would have asked in the beginning. How in the world did you end up in, in the HR world and what keeps you what keeps you in, in it? Absolutely. Around so it? I graduated as a computer engineer some time back and I always wanted to do something that's not just coding or configuration. I wanted something that's, you know, both business facing as well as something that's very delved into technology. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's when I discovered Workday, you know, with the, with the cloud computing at that time and everything, the power of one. Um, all the modules being in one system, I think that was something that really, you know, drove me towards yeah. um, as an intersection between technology and consulting. 
I thought that was a great avenue. And yeah, I've since been in this ecosystem almost four to five years back. I've joined FA. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing yeah. this journey with them. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I think it's a, a lot of folks overlook HR and it's a, it really is a dynamic area. It's one of those that is growing, obviously. It's growing in importance. And I think, too, it's a, it offers a world of opportunity, right? It's never the right. same. Even though it is repetitive, it's never the same challenge every day. The organizations are always ebbing and flowing. And yeah. uh, I think it's a fantastic world to come in and learn so much about an organization so fast. Because if it touches everything, everything. right, it, it's, it's so impactful. So uh -huh. I love to see organizations like yours, you know, engaging that, you know, this rich technology, putting it into action and, and, and really, you know, enabling their strategic, right. strategic path. So uh, congratulations to you guys you. and uh, good luck on your on your continued journey. Thank man. you. Thank you so much. Thank I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. You too.